Hey, hey, welcome back to Chew the Bible. It's your good friend. Hey, hey, Ron. Hope everyone's having an amazing or had an amazing day. It's 5.19 in the morning. And your boy has to be up in exactly two hours. So I plan on to this prayer meeting. Jesus. Oh, yeah. I plan on going to this prayer meeting at uh, 8 o'clock at my church. And you know what? Your boy has been up all night. <laughs> I went to that, went to the Friday night house group Bible study at, um, With the the cure, with the cure church. Oh, it was really, really, really good. And then the main guy who was leading it, I ended up staying past like at least three, four hours past when everybody else left. And we were just talking and talking and talking. It was a good talk. So, but I'm. Man, I can feel a sleepy sleepiness hitting me. But we're going to go ahead and knock out a little chapter of Ezekiel real fast before I, uh, before I shut it down. And get this little quick two hours of sleep. Chapter 15 of Ezekiel. Here we go. Ooh, this one hits home. And it's only eight verses. How fitting. Here we go. Parable of the useless vine. That's what we're going to call this. The useless vine. V-I-N-E. Then the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, how does the word, the wood of the vine, that branch among the trees of the forest, compare it to any other wood? Can wood be taken from it to make something useful? Can anyone make a peg from it to hang things on? In fact, it is put into the fire as fuel. The fire devours both of its ends and the middle is charred. Can it be useful for anything? Even when it was whole, it could not be made into a useful object. How much less can it ever be made into anything useful when the fire has devoured it and it is charred? Therefore, this is what the Lord God says, like the wood of the vine among the trees of the forest, which I have given to the fire as fuel. So I will give up the residents of Jerusalem. I will turn against them. They will, may have escaped from the fire, but it will can still consume them. They may have escaped from the fire, but it will still consume them. And you will know that I am the Lord when I turn against them. I will make the land desolate because they have acted unfaithfully. This is the Lord's, the declaration of the Lord, God. Wow. If that doesn't make you tremble, I don't know what can. That doesn't move your heart. They may have escaped from the fire, but it will still consume them. And you will know that I'm the Lord when I turn against them.
I will make the land desolate because they have acted unfaithfully. Let's read these Tony Evans notes. It says, God did not create the wood of the vine to be made into furniture or some other useful item requiring strength. His job was to hold the fruit it was designed to produce. Its job was to hold the fruit it was designed to produce and then become fuel. So while the residents of Jerusalem had escaped the fire of Babylon when the enemy first came in 597 B.C., the reprieve was only temporary. The fire would still consume them when God brought down the final curtain of judgment. They were good for nothing else. Fire would still consume them when God brought down the final curtain of judgment. They would, they were good for nothing else. Um, Heavenly Father, we all know at some point we're gonna have to give an account for our lives. Just as I saw that hearse on the way. On the way to Bible study tonight, all of us, all of us, have a date, a date with death. A date to stand before you and give an account for our lives. So I just pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that we would not take it lightly. We would not, that... Without you, Lord, you say you are the vine and we are the branches. And so, God, we just thank you, Lord. Yeah, you are the vine, we are the branches. And apart from you, we can't bear any fruit. So, Lord, we we want to bear fruit in your kingdom. We want to see souls, 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 souls one for you. And help us to to uh, take take you seriously, Lord. And walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you, Lord, for the meeting that I had in my this new group of friends, Lord. Pray for continued unity in the body of Christ. Pray for revival and restoration in all areas of the church. Pray for, yeah, I know that you said the, the harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. So, Lord, I just rebuke every spirit of laziness in the kingdom of God that we would, yes, put our hands to the plow and, yes, God, yes, God, help us to really, 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 really completely rely on you and uh, usher in more, so usher in and disciple more souls into your kingdom. In Jesus' mighty and precious name I pray. Amen. Hi, y'all. Oh, I'll let y'all later. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life 
through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Romans 5a says, but God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you've never asked Jesus into your heart, or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen.